Welcome to episode 14 of the Hockey House podcast presented by Selly Hockey Co. I'm Murph, joined virtually by Glick and Fitz this week. Boys, how you doing? Doing good, Murph. Happy to be back. Stepped on a sea urchin, but I'm playing through the injury tonight. How's it going, Glick? Not bad, not bad. Just excited for another week. I'm excited to be recording on Tuesday nights again. I feel like a little normalcy back in my life. We've got, we've been recording on Wednesday afternoons, Tuesday mornings. It's it's been crazy. We're we're, we're back on the schedule of recording on Tuesday nights, which means I I've rushed home for my men's league game tonight to record. Um, running on Taco Bell, so all is right in the world. I kind of. Not... Oh, sorry. What you say? Uh, no free ad for Taco Bell there, though. But I do support them. <laughs> It just kind of reminds me of back um, well, last year. Tump would always practice that around this time, so it's a nice little nostalgia factor. Oh, yeah. Those late-night practices. We can't have you eating Taco Bell. That's not good fuel for an ACHA player. Are you kidding me? That's the perfect fuel for the ACHA. <laughs> I'm actually uh, – They're building one right now. It, it, it'll be ready in the summer, but okay. currently okay. we don't have a Chipotle here. Anyways, we, ACHA hockey is back. I I don't know how some of these schools are playing. I was I, say, it's back? Yeah, we've got like Who's more playing? teams than ever playing. Uh, we've got um, uh, a lot of the teams in the Midwest, like Maryville is playing. What? Lindenwood is playing. Um, Ohio is going to play, I think, next weekend. So, um. I don't know. I, more teams are playing than I thought. Well, if any of them want to play Indiana, call us up. We need some teams to play. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and in other news, there's another <laughs> – we've got some competition. I guess uh, someone felt that there was room for two platforms in the ACHA on social media. So, interesting. Uh, interesting. I, I was uh, – I don't want to say offended, but when I saw the page, it actually, it, it had the audacity to request to follow me on Instagram. And uh, I don't know. I, look, listen, if they're trying to do the same thing that we're doing good on them, because, you know, everyone loves the ACHA. Yeah. Did they steal some of the videos that you posted already. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't checked since yesterday, but. They posted one of my videos that I made for Syracuse hockey. Um, so yeah, I, I, so I saw that yeah. one. Also, their um, followers are very suspicious. It seems we have a, a big ACHA um, untapped market of ACHA fans in like Russia, Middle East, South America. I don't know. Yeah, they have like a thousand followers, and none of them are from America. So I don't know. It's a little suspicious. And none of them are liking the content. Yeah, it's like 30 likes, a 1,000 followers. Hmm. Yeah. How do they have their fo- first post one day ago and they already have a 1,000 followers? Interesting. Interesting how that works, Fitz. They said, they said they're from the team that brought you Friday beers. So is it just they put up on that thing, like, in their story, like, hey, we started this and everyone – I don't know, but if Friday beers is coming for us, like, we might be <laughs> – <laughs> I, I don't want to mess with Friday beers. Those guys, 
they know what they're doing. And the Friday beers market would destroy the ACHA market. Well, we're just getting outsourced already. I don't know. Yeah. The story they posted yesterday with like Brock Lesnar didn't make any sense to me. Um, Fitz, we are, I'm sure, I mean, you were absent. I don't know if you went over the game film from last week, but we talked about um, ACHA bowl games. I think maybe Friday beers could be a good sponsor for an ACHA bowl game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Well, uh, maybe they'll, um, maybe they're looking to buy us already. You know, I mean, we've really shot up and we've grown quickly. <laughs> If somebody offers to pay for <laughs> for my Syracuse hockey tuition over the next three years, I might turn it over the keys. I'll stay a fifth year at Indiana. If they're <laughs> We've got a good guest, two good guests on today. Um, Brandon Manning and Nick Flanders from UNLV are joining us. Um, I was surprised. We didn't really talk much hockey. We talked a lot about what it's like living in Vegas, and it sounds like they made the right choice in uh, choosing their ACHA team to play for. I mean, Philly's a great city, but from the way they were describing it, it's just no place like Vegas. Oh, Vegas definitely stomps on Philly if we're comparing cities. Easily. Easily. Uh, yeah. One, I... one thing they do miss out on is like that campus feel. Like They don't really get that, but the other side that they do get is like, well, I think it outweighs it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. They were talking a little bit about how, like not really having that campus feel, but I don't think they, I don't think they doubt it, doubt what they have at all. Um, that being said, we'll, we'll turn it over to the guys in Vegas and uh, here's Brendan Manning and Nick Flanders. This week, we're pleased to welcome two members of Vegas' favorite college hockey team from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas Rebels. Please welcome Brendan Manning and Nick Flanders. What's up, boys? Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Hey, glad you guys could join us. Yeah, dude, pumped to be here. Pumped to be uh, shedding some light on the ACHA, the beautiful league it is. Hey, uh, you guys are, are, I don't know if you're like, I feel like you guys definitely have to be like, kind of under the microscope these days with uh the way hockey is going in vegas i feel like you guys are kind of under the ncaa radar right now yeah well i mean uh around campus everyone kind of thinks we are an ncaa team honestly <laughs> like we have like ncaa football basketball baseball soccer like i'm pretty much all our sports yeah. are d1 we're literally the only team that's like not d1 so like everyone just assumes <laughs> and like we get treated like it by the school like they treat us like we're normally like a division one team and like Honestly, like chicks, like to think that we're like D one. It's actually hilarious. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Fully support <laughs> that. Um, yeah, it's so funny. So we'll, we'll get into it now, uh, Brendan. If you kind of want to talk about, we'll, we'll, go, we'll start with you. How did you end up playing at, at UNLV? Yeah, so I, I've kind of jumped around a bunch of places. Um, so I started off playing like uh, Buffalo Regals, like. FCTA hockey like when I was like 15 and 16 and then I jumped over to playing like high school so it was like split season um got to play some high school hockey in New York which is it's all right I mean it's not bad it's not like Minnesota obviously but it's definitely not like normal high school hockey in like Florida and shit like that so like it's not like terrible but it's, it's decent hockey got to play for my school and everything which is pretty fun um 
toured up there for a little bit and then played juniors for the Monarchs in the USPHL. And then uh, I had a cup of coffee with the New England Wolves as well. So, I mean, I, I think my favorite, though, was 100% the EHL. The EHL was just – it was like a goon show, but, like, they, they knew how to, like, have fun but also, like, work hard and, like, you know, find that balance that you need to have. And, honestly, I think it's a perfect feeder league for, like, Division three and also the ACHA. I mean, I think a lot of the guys kind of fall into the trap of, like, only wanting to go Division three and, like, just really – shooting for the stars with whatever they can get. But I think there's so many programs in the SHA that they, they should look into more. And that's how I ended up at UNLV. I, I visited a lot of Division three schools, didn't really like a lot of them, didn't like the small school feel. So I wanted to go to a bigger school. Like I'm sure a lot of the guys that go to SHA want to. I wanted to go somewhere with warm weather, parties, like having a good time. Like and that UNLV fit that perfectly. And honestly, it's so far away from home, which is what I wanted. Like, I'm literally halfway across the world for my parents right now. So, and uh, Flanders, what about you? Yeah, well, uh, I played three years in the NOJHL. Uh, I played with I played against uh, Tyler Fife. You guys had him on a couple episodes ago. Uh, yeah, I played against him for a couple of while. I played there for like three years. Uh, had a couple of coffee in the Nall and played in the CC for a little bit. But I spent most of my time in Cochrane and in a league like that, it was pretty far up in, in the northern Ontario. So I mean. I'm sure Fife talked about it, how, like, the buses, the bus trips were, were super long, freezing, like, but it was, it was cool experiencing, like, small town hockey, like, we would get, like, 700, 800 guys a fan uh, a night, fans a night, like, it was a really cool environment to play in, in, in Canada, and I uh, wouldn't regret it, kind of just was talking to a couple D3 schools, and UNLV hit me up, like, like, right mid-bender, last 20-bomb year, and they're like, hey, like, you want to come out to Vegas, and I kind of, like, like, yeah, right, like, no way my parents are going to let me go out to Vegas. And I was kind of like, wasn't really an option. And then I went home, I started thinking about it more often. And then, uh, my dad was like, let's go to Vegas, let's go check it out. So I came and visited, and it was just like, as soon as you get off the plane, it was like 95 degrees out, like, beautiful weather. See the strip, and it was kind of like hard to say no. The campus was just beautiful. So I ended up coming here instead of going the D3 route. No. Either of you can answer this, but when you started looking like ACHA, were there other schools that you looked at, or was like UNLV kind of the top of the list right away? Uh, I kind of I didn't really talk to any other ACHA schools other than like it was like Niagara University and like and like UNLV and Florida Gulf Coast, obviously because that's where I'm from. But like those were never really like viable options that like were really like I really wanted to go there, and UNLV just kind of had the full package, so it was hard to say no. Yeah, same here. I only talked to really two ACHA schools, like Stony Brook, uh, UNLV, and then, like, I talked to the Adrian coach for a little bit, but honestly, like, mostly D3 for me in the EHL, like, I don't know if there was a lot of ACHA teams even recruiting there or not, but I, didn't, I honestly only visited Division three schools and then UNLV. Yeah, I'd say, like, the, the thing about the EHL is, like, they hammer home, like, the D3 schools in New England. I feel they like they just it. feed those teams. And so, like – Love it. Um, like, Brendan, when I saw that you played for the New England Wolves, like, that's where, like, I'm from. So, like, if I had gone the juniors route, that's probably who I would have played for. But it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you never really hear about, like, the guys from the EHL who go ACHA. I feel like there's a lot of, like, they, they kind of hang their hat on the number of uh, D3 recruit or, like, commitments that they get. But, like, the, a, lot of, like, a lot of guys like you end up going to pretty sick ACHA schools. Yeah. 
No, for sure. I think a lot of guys like overlook the SHA and they just keep kind of like shooting for the stars with their best C3 offers. But I don't think they realize like the quality of the hockey for those top tier like ACHA teams is, you know, the same, if not better than a lot of those Division three schools. Yeah. And so uh, you guys are both freshmen last season, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, well, let's, let's hear what was your, uh, Brendan, let's start with you. What was your welcome to the ACHA moment? Um, I might steal Flanders here. I know he was talking about this one. No, but... you, got, you can't steal it, bro. I don't, I don't for sure. All right, all right. I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you mine. So, mine is, honestly, like, the whole season was, like, it was pretty impressive, like, for my, my thoughts coming into this, like, league and everything were, like, my brother played for Niagara University for a little bit, so he, like, I kind of knew about the league, but I also kind of thought it was, like, a little bit of partying, not as much hockey. But I realized, like, as soon as I came in, like, holy shit, like, they take it pretty serious. Like, we fly everywhere. Like, I don't know if that is, that's the case for every team, but, like, they took it pretty serious here. Like, everything was, like, legit. The coaches expected, like, a lot from you. But there's also, like, that fine balance that, you know, you, you have to find to, like, make sure that you're having fun. But there's always those kids on your team that, like, just seem to know, like, how to just get away with everything, right? So there's this one kid on our team. I don't want to throw names out there, but one of our best players just always that like he's that kind of kid that like can go on a bender like a bender forever and but still be the best player on the ice like just an absolute stud and he, one one game he was like we were all like getting ready for warm-ups and like him and his buddy uh it was like one of his roommates he was scratched and they were like they're like two peas in a pod like they, they go everywhere together and he's like where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm going to go home. Like, I'm scratched. So I'm just going to come back to the game. And he's like, wait, like, can I come? And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go home and play some video games. And he's like, but he's playing in the game. So he's like, yeah, I mean, sure, I guess I'll drop you off, like, for a puck drop. So, like, no one knows where this kid went. Like, we're all, like, off ice warm up playing Stewie, like, screwing around. But, like, he's just invisible. Like, he's just not there. No one's saying anything. Like, but, like, we all kind of are wondering, like, where he went. So my other buddy – goes home with them so that the three of them they all like go to this kid's house and they like he's dying laughing they, they like run upstairs and he's like racing to the xbox they go and play like some 2012 like snowboarding game and shit and like dude we have like puck drop in like 40 minutes and he's just at home like playing xbox starting like probably gonna start the game and like this kid's like holy shit like he's actually like playing xbox right now and the game starts in 40 minutes and they're like 10 minutes away so somehow the kid ends up making it back like no one notices anything he gets dressed in like five minutes and he goes out and he has like five points in that game we're all just like how the hell did he just pull that off like just an absolute stud and like I just think that that was like my welcome moment was just like realizing like there's always those guys that like can just find a way to make it happen and then there's guys that just can't there that's like I think that's a big component of the ACHA I think like every team has that guy who like if they went to the weight room every day, if they showed up on time, like they, they probably would have gone D1, but instead they're just putting up five points a night in the ACHA walking. Yeah, exactly. All right, Flanders, what about you? All right. So it, mine was like, we were playing, I want to, it was Stony Brook. I believe we were playing Stony Brook. They came here for the weekend and uh, we're on like the penalty kill. It's like a, we have like, we're down, like we're down four minutes. So it's a five, five on four. I'm on the ice. So we're just eating it, like, kind of, like, in their zone for a while. Me and uh, actually the same kid that he's talking about. Uh, we're just eating in the corner. And then, like, I'm kind of eating against the boards. And I'm just getting smoked from behind. Like, 
how it is like in the ACHA, honestly. Like just literally getting cranked and like whistle blows, like scrum and sues, like whatever. Like um, we're, I'm skating back to the bench and it's like there's like the, like the refs trying to figure everything out. And all of a sudden, like this kid, like looks like on our bench, like looks off the bench and like looks at the goalies, like chirping the goalie. And all of a sudden, like the goalie like shakes his mitt. So the kid like hops off the bench. Literally, they both there's a yard sale, and then I I'm seeing like one of our top forwards like fighting like the goalies, and I was literally like, what is going on right now? And it was literally just like I've never really experienced like something like that, and it was kind of just like like a like a, a big fuck it moment in the ACHA, I guess. I I'm like, glad you I'm glad you brought that up because we have a list of questions to ask, and that was one of them because. <laughs> Not only not only does this happen, but you guys are wearing ugly sweater Christmas jerseys. Yeah, yeah it was a Christmas game too. <laughs> I think there's a video somewhere. There must there be a video. Be. I think yeah. there is a video. Oh, yeah, oh sure. well, if there's a video, we'll find it for sure. But, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man. Uh, it's you're you're exactly right. It's like a little scrub on the boards. They're sorting out the penalties, and then all of a sudden, you just like see out of the corner of the camera, <laughs> yeah. a guy hops off your bench, and all of a sudden, like the Stony Brook goalie is going after it. Yeah, it was pretty insane, man. Like, I just wasn't – I wasn't used to that kind of hockey, but yeah, I guess it happens. Who won yeah. the fight? <laughs> uh, I mean, the goalie didn't even take his helmet off, I don't think. Yeah. So, it was kind of just like I, – I, yeah, I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that one. I'm not too sure, but, like, it happened so quick. And, then like, it probably wasn't even – like, I don't know. He might have got, like, a blocker or something yeah. like that, but. I'm sure the refs yeah. probably jumped in at that point. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll get into some more questions here. I'll, I'll, I'll turn it over to Fitz. You can throw the first one at you guys. Before we get into the first one, Flanders, I'm seeing this 91 Pims last season. What's up with that? Yeah, I'm a little hothead, man. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. Just protecting the boys. Yeah, Honestly, you got to like... do the score sheet somehow. That's what I was always told growing up. Boys, <laughs> it's, all show, it's all a show. He's actually a teddy bear. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. First question: Just what's it like playing in Vegas? Uh, it's. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool. Like you kind of gotta balance it. It's all it's all a balance, right? But uh, I mean, when we get the time to go out and stuff like that, like it, like literally the strip is like five minutes from our apartment. All the guys live in the same same apartment building. Like we got a pretty close team. So, and I think that's pretty much a big part of like being like a championship team is like having like a really close knit guys. So, I mean, it's cool to have everyone living in the same spot. Uh, I mean, it's a lot different. The college scene is a lot different than, like, a lot of schools because, uh, I mean, it's kind of like a lot of local – I wouldn't say a lot of local kids. I mean, it's a commuter school, so, like, the scene is a lot different. But, I mean, uh, like, there's some pretty cool parties, so. Yeah, can we can, – can you guys elaborate? Now, you guys all live in the same apartment. Is there a pool at this apartment? Oh, yeah. Dude, our apartment, <laughs> you – you have to see this thing, man. It, it looks like a resort. It's like palm trees with like a nasty sick pool and like a turf with like hammocks and dude, it looks like it looks like a sandals resort in the middle of our courtyard. Like there's, it's absurd. You're basically on vacation while you're college. Oh yeah, my god, yeah. Now, cause I over I don't it might have been one of you guys, but I saw over the summer I saw a a TikTok and it was like the hockey house at UNLV and I sent it to the guys at Syracuse. I was like oh, like I was like, oh, this yeah, is that's... their hockey house. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I'll tell the story behind that. It's actually not our house, but like, we, 
we had to do like these intro things like for like what we're doing throughout the summer like for our our program like has like actually a pretty decent like instagram and everything and they keep up with like content so they ask us to like send in some videos of like just saying like what we're doing throughout the summer so it was me flanders jake barry and orion linehan and his and barry's girlfriend so like we all were in miami florida which is like where we're both from and like we <laughs> we were at my aunt's like beach house and she had like a suite set up in her backyard and we were like dude if we're gonna have to send in a video like i want it to be like sick like we might as well utilize like where we are right now so everyone's just sending in like a video of like oh like hey my name's blah 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 like um Guys on my horses. yeah like yeah we had like one kid who's like a country boy like he did one on his horse like so everyone's just sending it like that was the most unique one other than ours but like most people's were just like them in like their bedroom whatever so we were like dude we gotta go like all out on this thing it took us like seven tries to get this one perfect video of jake like explaining like what he was doing throughout the summer and he like made a total joke out of it and he was like on his like pool float and like fell off the pool float and like got out of the water and like shook his hair and like had his girlfriend who's like like a rocket like had a, like a towel around like her arm like waiting for him just made him get total like gee it was so funny and everyone just loved it it was so funny like everyone else's was just them in their bedroom and we tried so hard man it took us like 20 takes oh that's crazy that you guys at the the social media team in vegas does a good job the We'll bring them down, but yeah. the jersey reveal videos, were you guys in any of yeah, those? Man. Nah, we'll no, go, those are the seniors only, bro. They, they, they give that uh, stuff to the seniors, yeah. So, so they, so they, 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 so they sent you guys out in rollerblades, though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was all that, Yeah, like, that was we, all we decided to do that. We saw, like, the Wisco team do it, and we were just like, dude, like, they're doing it, like, through Madison. Like, we're in Las Vegas. Like, we got to get out on the strip and do this right now. So, like, me – Flanders and our other room, one of our other roommates, we went out on the strip in full gear and like cruising down the strip and like people were like turning their heads like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> we were just dying laughing. They loved it though. Everyone was like taking pictures and everything. Uh, that takes a lot to get heads turning on the strip in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You, you see some crazy shit on the, on the strip sometimes. That's crazy. Now, when you guys say it's a commuter school, like, what's – is there, like, a central campus or are there, like, kind of buildings everywhere? How does that work? Uh, everything's kind of, like – there's, like, a, there's just like, a central campus. It's, like, maybe, like, a block – like, two blocks off the strip right across from our apartment. So, it's kind of like a – there's, like, a college area. But, I mean, like, it's not in the best part of town. So, it's, like – I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, like, what – how big is campus, you think? I mean, we have 35,000 students, so it's not a small yeah, campus. Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty big. You just got to, like, remember, like, we're – it's kind of like going to school, like, in, like, the middle of New York City, like NYU. So, like, your NYU doesn't really have a college feel to it because you're just thrown right in the middle of one of the biggest cities, like, for hospitality in the world. So, it's very hard to, like, get that whole, like, college feel. So, a lot of people don't live, like, on campus or anything like that. They just live at home. So you get a lot of those students that like when they graduate high school, they just stay at home and then go to UNLV and just commute. But it's just hard to get that college feel and everything because you plop literally like on the strip. Like there's no college like bars really. It's just like some house parties. And then our college bars are like the Las Vegas strip. Like we go to like the best clubs in the world for our bars. Like that's, that's the hardest part. You know what I mean? 
Just a subtle flex so you go to the best bars on the street. <laughs> oh, oh, you heard that? My bad. <laughs> so, so you guys, they were the Golden Knights practice. Yeah, we played the Knights practice. Yeah, City National. Yeah. So, um, tell so like tell us a little bit about that. How's Lockham? Have you guys ever like seen the Vegas Knights or anything? Anything just around when you're at practice? practice. Yeah, I mean, well, last year we would practice in the mornings. And the, like it was, we practiced at like 7 a.m. and the nights would practice at like 8:39. They like start like slowly getting on the ice. So like after practice, like like right when we start like back skating at the end of practice, you'd smell like eggs, bacon, like maple syrup, like like they're full. Like you smell like all their breakfast being cooked. And like a couple times we'll see like Patcheretti. You see Patcheretti with his kid like all the time on our bench just at practice and stuff like that. He was uh we were, we were doing one of um. We were doing like a drill, and one of our, our captain went out to go like block a shot in practice, and like Patrietti was just like beaking him for it. It was pretty <laughs> funny. But uh, I mean, we seen like we seen Flurry a couple times come to like our like fundraisers and stuff like that. Yeah, drives a matte black Lambo. Thing is oh, sick. But uh, yeah, I mean, you see them around like not like every single day, but like you definitely see them around, and it's kind of just normal. Like, kind of not really, not really going up to them asking for autographs or anything like. <laughs> How's your locker room at the rink? It's pretty good. We yeah. have like honestly a pretty sweet setup. It's just don't. It's kind of tough because we're like 20 minutes away, so it's not like we can just walk over to the rink like on campus. But I mean, they treat us pretty great at that at that rink. I mean, our locker room is pretty sweet. Like it's honestly pretty new. The whole yeah. rink, right? Yeah. Like City National brand new rink. Brand new rink. So our locker room is pretty tricked out. We have like our own space in the back, and we play on the same rink pretty much every single game. So like. Our setup and like our whole like media team, they set it up like right outside the locker room. So like when we come out, like there's smoke and like lights and the whole like intro and the video and the jumbotron, pretty sweet. Uh, you guys, the rank is like no, the go ahead. scoreboard. The rank is just like all like a castle going around. Like it's pretty dope. It's a pretty sick rank. Now you guys talked about um, like balancing living in Vegas and playing hockey. Uh, they talk a lot of. They talked about it a lot during the first Vegas NHL season. But do teams get the Vegas flu when they come in and play you guys? Well, I mean, last year we were like, I'm pretty sure we were on a tear for our home games. Yeah, our oh. first like what 11 games? I think yeah. it was like 11 games. We went like undefeated. We were all at home. But I know uh, I had a couple of buddies that came. Uh, that they're uh, they played for Stony Brook when they came into town. They were telling us how, like, their coaches were so strict, like, making sure no one went out. So they weren't even allowed to go out until, like, the last day. And it was, like, they were leaving at, like, 5 a.m. So they pretty much only had one night. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah, but, yeah I mean, I'm sure – I mean, I'm sure there's those, there's those teams and those guys, like you said, on the ACHA that get away with whatever. Yeah. So I'm sure it happens. Like, we hear – we've heard stories about guys going out in Dallas and Nationals, and, like, I can only imagine – what it's like when teams fly into Vegas to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We hung over the next It's definitely, it's definitely an easy trip to get your parents to come, uh, come out and watch you. That's for sure. Yeah. Do you guys get pretty good crowds at City National? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's oh, yeah. packed, like, every single yeah. night. Yeah. I mean, our, the, the rank probably seats. It's, like, a one-sided kind of. It's, like, one-sided and, like, standing room by, like, the corners and stuff like that. But, I mean, we usually pack out, like – and there's also, like, that bar up top where people sit up and watch. But, I mean, I'm sure we get – the place probably sits, like, 900 total. Yeah. We probably get, like, maybe, like, 800, 850, like – Yeah. 
So it, it, the games get pretty rowdy. It's pretty cool. They do a good job at like putting it on too. Now, who are some of your like biggest rivals? Are you guys in a conference or are you guys independent? We we were independent last year, and then this year we joined a conference, and that kind of fucked us because like now that we if we were independent, we could be playing teams like Liberty. We could have literally just been playing teams whoever. But I'm pretty sure like that's one of the reasons why we're we're not yeah. playing as quickly as we should be. But I mean, we play uh, our rivals are like we play GCU a lot. We kind of stomp them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't really call that a rivalry, but like our U of A rivalry is pretty decent. Like we play ASU a lot, but it seems like every time we play U of A, like those are the games that you know come Mine out too. Mine are, Mine are games are pretty yeah. good, yeah. And now, uh, like, what's your favorite out of those? It, it, maybe not those teams, but what's like your favorite place to travel? Uh, Colorado is sick. Colorado I wanted to go play yeah. Colorado College, and that was pretty cool. I mean, their rink is literally, like, in the middle of, like, a community center. <laughs> yeah. Their rink kind of weird carrying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty weird carrying your back like a, like a gym. Like, the, like kids are, working out. the kids are working out, and you're just, like, walking <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I think but, it – wait, is it Boulder? Uh, no, it was uh, – Yeah, Boulder's like – I think, yeah, Colorado State also, they're, they get no one at their games. Like, yeah, no they one. played a – it's like a it's like a pool and then the rink. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, there's literally not one person. It was the, I think our second game against them. I'm dead serious. There wasn't one person in the stands. Like, it was literally like a practice. It was when, so weird. So when we we flew out to Colorado, we played Boulder twice, and then the third night we played at Colorado State. And when we showed up, there was a Pee Wee game going on, and it was packed. <laughs> it was packed. Like, parents were hanging over the glass, chirping, and it was, like, it was crazy. I took a picture and sent it to my parents. I was, like, look at this place for a peewee game. <laughs> sure enough, we hit the extra warm-ups. Like, you could see, like, the scratches, and that was it in the stands. There's no one there, yeah. Oh, that's that's how it, it sucks how there's, like, a big drop-off, like, on, like, teams with, like, fans. Uh, so, do you guys have any uh, funny road trip memories from when you guys travel on the road, or is uh, Coach Keep a tight ship? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it depends on how we play, honestly. Like, I don't, I probably can't think of anything off my top of my head right now. But, I mean, he lets us. If we if say like the first two games, like we, we end up winning both games, and our flight leaves like Monday at like six a.m. Like, like we were in uh, Colorado, and he let us go out like all night. Just had to be at the, be ready for the bus. Yeah, our coaches so, are pretty cool. They're young guys too, so they get yeah. it. They also, I think, they both played for UNLV, or at least Greener did, right? Yeah. I think our coaches play for UNLV, so they understand, like, what it's like, especially going to school in Vegas. Like, they get, they get how it works. So they're pretty cool about, like, if we, if we show up to the rink and, you know, we bust our ass for two games or whatever, they'll let us go have our fun that last night. But, I mean, they do run a pretty tight ship. Like, they want, they want us to succeed and stuff. They hold us accountable. So, and our guys are pretty good about doing that. Gotcha. You guys get to fly everywhere you go then? Yeah, I think outside of Arizona, like, that's pretty much, like, our farthest driving point. Um, I think it's, like, four or five hours, and anything above that, we typically just fly. Last year, we went to uh, Chicago. Uh, we played LIU, or not LIU, um, what's it called? Gavin, Illinois. Gavin oh, Illinois. We played yeah. a couple of Chicago schools. We did the Chicago Classic yeah. thing, and then we did uh, North Dakota, or, yeah, North Dakota, and then uh, Colorado. Colorado. So, yeah, we fly, we Utah, flew like three times. Utah, Utah, four times. Do you guys ever come to the East Coast? 
we were supposed, supposed to go to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to go play Liberty for their Midnight Madness game home opener. Yeah. We were gonna stomp them for their home opener, but uh, nah. oh, we would have loved that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, we were so excited for that game. We yeah, so they got canceled. That's tough. They're they're going independent now, so I'm sure you guys will play them uh, at some point. Coming up, yeah. Yeah, I hope, dude. We've been sitting here, like, practicing, just waiting to play teams. Like, our team is pretty sweet. Like, we, we've recruited pretty well this year, but I don't know. I just – we've all been dying to, like, showcase, like, our team. Like, I want to play those teams so bad. Like, last year we only got to play, like, a few, like, top, top teams, like Minot um, and Davenport and stuff like that. So, we just wanted to, like, start playing some better teams. We've been playing ASU and GCU, like, every damn weekend. So, we're just, like, dying to play something better. And now – um you guys did like can you kind of talk about the three on three league that you guys did this fall? That looked pretty cool. Yeah, well I mean it was kinda like uh it was kinda like trying to do something not under I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but <laughs> it was kinda like shying away from like UNLV hockey because like we couldn't really like do anything sanctioned as like a team kind of. So we kinda did this three on three thing and we had like a lot of kind of like uh, like pro guys that are like still in town from Vegas, like training for the summer. So it wasn't all UNLV hockey guys, but I mean, for like the most part, it was a good amount. And again, not everyone showed up. It was just kind of like select few guys kind of did it on our own. And uh, it was kind of just keep the feet moving. And it was really fun. It kind of gave us something to play for and some compete with like all the new guys. And it's, it's tough when you have like incoming freshmen too, and you kind of want to show them like how great your school is and how awesome it is to play here. And yeah. you just kind of can't because everything's shut down. Like there's no like campus is shut down. There's no hockey. So we're not really like, yeah, it's nice. It's Honestly, I was just having a conversation with a lot of them last night, just saying like how bad I felt for them. Cause they, they're having a, a ton of fun here, but they haven't seen anything yet. Like that's what I was like telling them. I was like, guys, just wait. Like you haven't even gone on the strip and like had a real night on the strip. Like they're just going to like normal to, like house parties if they can. And like, just hanging around the rink or in the apartment with the guys, like, which is, it's kind of hard to not have fun while you're in Vegas. Just the weather alone is like nice enough. But I mean, I just, I'm just so excited for them to like, finally like see the whole thing full throttle. I feel that like I was, I was bringing one of our freshmen to the rink for like, like we were just going to go shoot around. I was like, like, are you having like fun? Like, is this, is this fun (laughs) for you? And he was like, oh, yeah, like, it's a blast. Like, I'm so glad I chose Syracuse. I was like, really? Like, <laughs> you haven't gone to a football game yet? You haven't gone to a basketball yeah. game yet? You haven't gone to Marshall Street? And it's like, just, uh, who knows what's going to happen in three years when these kids are seniors and the world is yeah, better. Really. Yeah, tough tough year to be a freshman, that's for sure. I'm glad, I'm glad we got our, our freshman year out of the way, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, it, like – Fresh, like I think sophomore year. If there's any year to pick a washout year, sophomore yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sophomore slump. Who? Yeah. Um. So, uh, Manning, we heard uh, you're quite the DJ. Oh yeah, we told you that. We're lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I just kind of got into that. I just kind of got into it like probably last year, right around this time. And I just, like, I've always loved, like, house music, like, tech house, and just, like, always, always loved, like, listening to it. Like, no matter, like, where I am, what time of the day it is, like, I was always listening to electronic music. And I was, like, if I love it so much, like, I want to, like, try doing something with it. And I always loved listening to, like, DJs, like, mix. And 
So I was just like, screw it. I want to try it. Like, I feel like I, I might have fun with it. I might even be like half decent at it. So I just started like getting into it last year. And I've been during quarantine is honestly when I started to like take a turn with it a little bit. Cause I mean, you had nothing else to do. So I was just always doing it by myself and like in my bedroom, I'm pretty much like the best bedroom DJ there is, but <laughs> literally just screwing around like in my room. And I've honestly gotten pretty good at it. Like I DJ like for all the boys and everything, like I'll, I'll be in my room, like screwing around and like, I'll come out and like, I'll see like a bunch of the boys, like in the apartment, like living room drinking. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like come in the bedroom, come in the bedroom. <laughs> and I'll just like migrate over to my room, just like circle around me with chairs and I'll just play music for them. They probably fucking hate it, but I just love it. <laughs> On <laughs> any gigs at the nightclubs you're, you're talking about at the clubs out oh. there on the trip no nah, see that's like the thing like the hardest part like like going to UNLV is like like I said there's no college bar so like our my way of like trying to get a gig and everything is so much harder than like a normal kid going to like Syracuse for example like you guys have a bunch of like college bars that you could probably try and like apply to to try and do that for but like here you have to be like not only like a, a good DJ, but you have to have like a big name. Yeah, like DJ Snake is like yeah, like a normal yeah. night, like Friday night here is like Calvin Harris and like that's like they have residencies here. Like they get, they get paid the every single week to come to like Las Vegas on a Friday. So like when they go on tour, they'll like fly somewhere and then they'll fly back every Friday just to play at a club in Vegas. Like these guys, like it's so hard to like get good and get big like here in vegas because you just have to have a big name before you come here like or else they don't even sniff you i'm guessing it's like the equivalent of you showing up to city national and then asking the gold knights if you can hop on the ice yeah i mean maybe with your skill set they'll say no but like it might work for me (laughs) this one was for flanders from uh minusos he said ask flanders about our trainer on the bandits nilton Oh my god, dude! I can't remember his last name, but this guy was like just like a literally like cyclist, like would literally just do cardio like twenty four seven, and it's literally all he does is just cycle, cycle, cycle. So all our like all our workouts are pretty much just stretching and like just literally cycling, like just literally all we would like all he would make us do. And the guy was just like a crazy Brazilian dude, would just like <laughs> yell at us and like Brazilian. We have no idea what guy was talking about, but I mean. That's how it is. I mean, you kind of got to work with it. So, hey, yeah, you ended up for like a year tops. Yeah, you you turned out okay. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out. All right. Well, uh, before we what let you guys, guys go, oh yeah, you know, Fitz, go. Yeah, I got one more. What would you guys say your favorite thing to do in Vegas is? Honestly, probably rollerblade the strip, dude. It's like it's pretty fun. We you know, we do it like honestly, probably two times a week, three times a week sometimes, like on the weekends, we'll just literally go buzz the strip because it's like a five-minute five minute skate to the strip. And then, like, it's like a – probably, like, how long is the strip? Two miles? Yeah. Get a good, like, eight-mile eight mile little skate in. It's pretty fun. I like doing that. That sounds so sick. <laughs> It's pretty fun, dude. Yeah, you just get to skate and look at all that stuff. It's unreal. Yeah. Uh, anything you guys want to want to say before you go? Anything we didn't bring up that you guys want to talk about? Um, not really. I just want to say like thanks for having us on again, and like you guys are doing some pretty cool stuff. Like we we kind of know what you guys are doing, and we absolutely love it. Like keep going out with the content. Like it's unreal. 
even 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 like keep going just keep going it's unreal yeah for sure it. yeah yeah we love we love all your guys content honestly I, I didn't i saw your guys page like a few times like recently but then like when you guys asked us to come on i like clicked on it and like i think half our team follows you guys like i was like holy <laughs> shit like that's hilarious maybe we'll have to get uh uh we'll have to get manning going we'll do like a hockey house mix or something oh dude yeah. <laughs> like, like del zotto with the chiclet <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or like uh, Mika's advantage, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was him. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that'd be pretty sick. All right, well, hey, uh, thanks guys for taking the time to to you know answer our questions and, and join us on this Zoom call. Uh, hope you guys wish you guys the best of luck and and hope you guys can get on the ice and play some games soon. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Thanks, See guys. You, nice meeting you. Yeah, take care. Um, Take it easy, guys. Once again, thank you to the boys in Vegas for joining us on the podcast. Crazy uh, the amount of thing their lifestyle that they get to live and, and also play hockey um, makes makes me think twice about where I chose to go to school. Uh, what did you guys think? I thought they were both just beauties. You could just tell by uh, the way they're talking. They're um... – just good guys but yeah I, I think it's sick how they're they're just they're literally playing hockey in college in las vegas i mean it doesn't get much better than that yeah i mean philly's a great city and all but i just feel like nothing can compare to living in vegas just like five minutes down from the strip it's incredible you just throw on the rollerblades and they just go rollerblade the strip i mean that'd be sick i think i'd be out there like every day and it was probably a good place to play before they got an NHL team. But now that they have that facility that they practice at um, with the Golden Knights, and it, it's kind of turned into a hockey hotbed out there. So yeah. um, that probably helps with them getting fans. And it'd For be sure. cool if, if they got a, uh, an NCAA team at some point down the road. Yeah. Um, it was interesting talking to them because I feel like what we talked about is when you don't get – that many fans at home you kind of wait you kind of like look forward to the road trips and, and going to other places where playing in vegas and, and like, they were kind of like ah uh, like they didn't really have that many memories from the road and i thought that was interesting yeah it's like the inverse of what we have here at temple <laughs> exactly um so this week's question if a genie popped out of a lamp and granted you one wish, but it had to be about the ACHA, what would you wish for? We'll go first with Glick. Um, if that happened, I'd definitely have to wish for a rink on campus. I mean, our rink's 20 minutes away or like 25 minutes away. It's a hassle. And because of that, we don't get too many fans. But I guarantee you, if we had a nice rink on campus, we'd definitely get a lot of fans every game kind of look out at Vegas. So it would definitely have to be uh, a nice rink on campus. How about you, Fitz? Well, for everyone wondering out there, Murph comes up with all of these great questions each week. So hats off to Murph. But um, my answer, I, it's kind of along the lines as Glick, but just some fans in the stands. I mean, it gets kind of demoralizing when you skate out on a Friday night at, you know, 9.30 p.m., while all of your friends are doing other stuff and you look in the stands and it's just, you know, a couple of moms and dads up there 
and uh, you're about to go play a hockey game. So I'd go with some fans. What about you, Murph? I don't know, but the way you just described that made me very depressed. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel every time walking out there. (laughs) I think the worst is when there's like a high school game beforehand, there's like lots of fans and you're like warming up. And then after the high school game ends, you're going out on the ice and it's just like tumbleweeds and crickets. It's like, what happened? (laughs) There's open skate every Friday night before our Friday games and everyone shows up for that, but none of them want to stick around and see the college guys play. It's, it's, it is sad, but, hey, we do a lot just to play the, the game of hockey. We all love it. Well, I think I've ranted enough about what I would wish for, and uh, it would for sure be a locker room at Syracuse. Uh, I don't know if that means they, they put shelves in our locker room or maybe we get a rug with our logo on it, make it touch up the place a bit. Just but... doing something. <laughs> Nothing more demoralizing than after you sweep a team and you're getting dressed in the hallway so you can put your stuff in your locker uh, as the other team rolls their skate sharpener out of the rink. Um, But it was actually – it was funny. The other day – so we get dressed in the locker rooms that the visiting teams get dressed in for women's hockey. So, like, Penn State tweeted out a picture, and it was like, locker room all set for tonight's game. And – it looked so nice that I forgot that that's what our locker room looked like. Like those D one teams that come in, they put up the name plates and the rugs at every stall and the jerseys perfectly hung. I like, I was like, that looks like a completely different locker room. It looks a lot different when you cram 24 guys into one room. Um, but as much as, as much as I rant about it, um, I do miss, I do miss getting dressed in there every day. Another thing I, I was thinking about this the other day, I was playing pond hockey the other day and it just fits. I think you, you get this as a defenseman, but the in warmups when you just chuck saucer passes back and forth for two minutes straight, I, I missed that. It's yeah, like the best, definitely. it's the best part you, of warmups. I always love to go right next to the glass for like the few fans that are there and like feel like I'm sick and I'm in the NHL just kind of like moving the puck around. I like going closest to the red line. So you're like, right oh, next really? to, you're right next to the other team. Maybe toss a few chirps, see how the guys are doing. I hate the, like, I don't know if you do this, but the goalies that go out to center ice and like stretch, like literally right on the red line, like looking at your side at like the other team's side. Wait, I, like staring down your teeth? Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? So I'll sometimes go out there and I put my butt right in their face and stretch <laughs> right, right in front of them. It's like, I don't know what, why they do that. I mean, I, w- I would never do that. I'm usually facing, you know, the other boards. I've never. Yeah, you're like in the net usually, not all the way at seven yeah. days. That's just, man, just staring down the other team. That's, that's interesting. Fitz, I've seen, I've played against players who do that. Yeah, I, I, I mostly see goalies doing it. But yeah, even if a player's doing it, it's like, what are you doing? It's a weird move. <laughs> it's a scare tactic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're making up for something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you compensating for? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Glick, you're off off to Lake Placid next week. Yep. Actually, um, it's kind of like a bit of a side tangent at the end. But the first time I ever heard of club hockey was actually in Lake Placid. It's a really funny story. So you guys know Northwood, like the hockey academy up there, the high school, like the prep school. So I was doing like a little tour up there and they pair you up with like some senior 
and you're like asked like you just go through like a school day and we were asking questions so i asked him like so what are your plans after high school and he's like well uh you know i'm hopefully going d3 but if not i'm gonna go play d1 club somewhere and he talked about like how oh you know none of the people on campus are gonna tell that it, that's club they just he's gonna say it's d1 whatever i'm like wow this dude's such an asshole for saying that and then four years later here i am on a podcast being that asshole so it just comes full circle uh really does lake class is such an awesome place i love that i love it there i know it's just it's just magical every time you go there you feel like you're 10 the first time i went was uh in prep school we played in a tournament there and it was in the middle of a blizzard but it was my like i was like i wanted to go walk around town i didn't care if it was snowing like i was gonna put on layers and walk around and like nobody else on the team wanted to go outside like luckily my, my buddy um decided like he was like yeah I'll, I'll go walk around town but it was like our first night in lake plaza i didn't want to just sit in the hotel i like I, I you know braved the weather went outside went to the usa hockey store got some ice cream it's perfect did you ever get a chance to go out and um play out there see it i got to watch my brother play out there um there was like some can-am tournament that they do or something like that so yeah but yeah i got to ski and i think it's called Whiteface face Whiteface, yep that's where i'm gonna be in uh about 48 hours <laughs> yeah the place is sick shout out to can-am um they sponsor the the power play at syracuse so uh <laughs> tip of the cap to the can-am power play how'd, how'd you guys get them as a sponsor for your power play <laughs> Oh, we have, we have a kid on our team from Lake Placid. Shout out to oh. Connor Preston um, for hooking us up with the K&M power play. Nice. So it's like a recorded uh, audio, like this power play is presented to you by K&M. <laughs> that's, that's like pretty much what it sounds like, but it's just <laughs> over the – it's whoever's doing the PA system that day. Oh, uh, it's not like recorded. It's whoever no, is on the thing says they, it. They put that much effort into it, though. Good, good. You have to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, going off on a tangent and talking about the Can-Am power play, I think that means it's time to wrap it up. Um, but uh, once again, uh, thank you to the listeners. We'll see you next week. Right, like said, it' gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care, and I am just a devil with love to spare. So viva Las Vegas, viva Las Vegas. How I